0: one and we are live on the podcast on rumble and not facebook of course what's up everybody welcome to the jonathan kogan show i'm your host jonathan kogan super super grateful to have you here if you are new to the podcast because of the last episode with dr jay badachari welcome it's great to have you please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts apple podcasts spotify even people listen to alexa some people on ivooks whatever that is i've downloaded it now but amazing apparently it's big in spain and people oh by the way i have an, an, a one request before we dive into the incredible news if you are by the way super grateful to all the countries i'm about to name if you are in saudi arabia turkey or albania which by the way this podcast has blown through the charts in albania All right, so you guys are awesome and have an amazing taste, obviously. Actually made the list of all podcasts, like 101 or something. Amazing. On your podcast player, I think it says in case you forgot for the title. Well, for some reason, I have two links. So just go, if you're, you're listening to an Apple podcast in Saudi Arabia, in Turkey, or Albania, Go back to the Apple podcast app and search the Jonathan Kogan show and subscribe to that one. It's the same thumbnail. It's the same description, but go and switch to that one because I can't keep track of this in case you forgot one. I can't get rid of it, but I see you guys are all listening to it and it's breaking through the internet because we tell the truth, but please go look up the Jonathan Kogan show. It's the same thing. You'll see it's the same exact episodes. It's just an incorrect link issue. My bad. And thank you. All right, let's jump into it. What's going on? Oh, nothing. you know, just um, you know, another day in 2022. Uh, you know, uh, you know, just uh, Biden on his uh, VAx tour, getting his uh, 18th vax. we're very proud. Um, we got uh, a very big deal to talk about, and there's obviously a lot going on. Basif. Basif. B-A-S-F is shutting down. It's permanent, not shutting down completely, but it is permanently downsizing. This is where people get their fertilizer, their ammonia, all this stuff to grow food. It's in Europe. It's the largest in the world. About BASF, it's the world's leading chemical company. It's portfolio ranges from oil and gas to chemicals to plastics to performance to agricultural products and fine chemicals. They are the largest in the world for growing crops to give you the fertilizer to grow crops in Europe. And because of the obviously planned energy crisis and their costs going through the roof. Listen, listen. let me tell you how big of a deal this is. Basif is so complex and so big. They have operated every single day since 1952 because the whole plant is interconnected. There's a good article on Guardian about this about how it's all interconnected that they can't just shut down one end because they'll screw up the whole plant. So for every day since 1952, it has never missed a day because you can't just shut down. Otherwise the whole site shuts down. And now because of the energy crisis, they are shutting down 80% permanently and moving to China. They're moving to China. The question is, are they going to be able to get up and running like right away? Or is there going to be this huge gap where there's not enough fertilizer for the planet? And as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know very well that there is a a famine on its way in the in the you know brewing, I guess, for lack of a better way to say it. And I want to play a clip from Peter Zion, one of the world's best geopolitical experts. This has nothing to do with... Basif shutting down. This was actually months ago, but it's a clip about what to expect with famine. And He's gotten everything right, and you know we only play credible stuff. And this is what he predicts in a normal conversation. When I, I was just listening, to I was like, "Oh, famine came up. Wow. perfect for this uh, for this episode." And then this was four months ago, okay. And now the largest plant that affects food the most, not only in Europe but the world, is shutting down permanently 80% of it shutting down permanently okay because of the gas prices all right this is unbelievably huge like yes basis huge tons of people are gonna get laid off but the famine is underway expedited and guys gals the truth is the powers that be are planning all this stuff it's all intentional we're coming into this last age of civilization and we are the the lab rats and that's what's going on right now we are the lab rats you know trust me i don't want to be a lab rat but it's just the way it is so listen to this clip from uh peter zion talk about famine passively like in a conversation and then i want to relate this to you know today in today's world but this is this was four months ago Just, just take a listen okay
1: so what do you think are worst case scenarios, best case scenarios, most likely scenarios? I mean, it, you
2: you have in your book that we might see a billion people die of famine.
1: I think that's the low case, unfortunately. I think that's the best case scenario. <laughs> Super this. optimist. Yeah. It's, well, we're seeing it with the Ukraine war. the global uh, fertilizer distribution system is already breaking down. So in the United States, we've already had substantial switching away from food crops into things like hay uh to the world they're just using less fertilizer so we won't have a good idea for just how big the global shortage is going to be until probably the second week of september that's when we usually get our first big for most of the northern hemisphere's planting um and that's just the start of this because it takes three years to rebuild a nitrogen or a um, phosphate supply chain system and 10 years Mm. for potash So, you know, whatever we are facing in September, that's the beginning, at least three years of that, probably a lot more. And in the case of Brazil, they were luckily able to surge their imports of fertilizer, but then it just stops. They have enough for this season, but nothing for next. And that's the world's third largest exporter. Uh, So this, the famine starts at the end of this year. Now, I'm not worried yeah. about the United States, even with uh, significant crop switching, we're still a massive exporter, largest in the world. And if you raise the price of wheat by a cent, the cost of a loaf of bread in the US only goes up by 25 cents. Yeah. So we don't subsidize our food production system in the way that a lot of the poor countries in the world do, but wow, out for um, North Africa, Middle East and South Asia, they're, they're gonna really be hurting later this year so
0: yeah so you know just another day another famine totally normal totally normal right you know distancing six feet feet from people totally made up um you know uh, locking people in their house in a lockdown totally normal this is all normal people i trust me just just this is normal let it let, let them keep just expanding and putting more ridiculous stuff on us and just accept it. Just, you know, don't speak out. Just keep going about your day. Keep droning through life. Just droning, you know, just living your everyday life, droning to work, droning home, droning into the bed, not even aware of anything. Just stay in the matrix. It'll turn out very, very well for you. This is horrible. If you, we have a lot of listeners in Europe. I love you guys. I love the German listeners, but specifically Germany and all of Europe, you guys are de-industrializing. You're de- Industrializing. Do you understand? Do people not understand what's going on? Apparently in the Czech Republic, they understand what's going on because I see these protests that are not covered on the mainstream propaganda networks. Obviously, that are these protests are massive. They're massive. I don't have it up, so I can't share right now, but it looks like there's hundreds of thousands of people out. So I I do think there are a lot of protests going on and I'm just not aware of it because it's obviously not covered on the corporate propaganda WEF network, government-sponsored state media, because now we live in a world that's the exact same as North Korea. I mean, I don't know another way to say it. It's just what it is. Um, people just don't want to admit that. But we totally live in uh, North Korea from our propaganda news networks. The whole reason why the John the Cogan shows blasting off to the moon. So Reuters reported this shutdown. And it's going to be a little of a problem because when you have 7, 8 billion people and you don't have enough food to feed seven, to eight billion people. Well, that results in let's see: carry the one, subtract the two, add the three, multiply by four. Oh, okay, right. That that means that people are going to starve to death. Okay, no problem. But we love people. That's why we want to lock you down in your homes. We love grandma so much. Oh, by the way, we never te- tested the vaccines for the spread. I digress. Anyways, so BASF, B A S F said its costs at European sites must be cut to a permanently smaller size because of a triple burden of sluggish growth, high energy costs, and over-regulation. With the German industrial giant, used to be a giant, no longer a giant, boss throwing his weight up behind, behind a planned expansion in China. So I don't know how long it's going to take for them to be up in China But this is not good if you are a human, specifically if you are in Europe and you tend to like food. Do you like food? Are you a food person? Not like obsessed with food. Like, do you think food's important for your life or would you give it up for, I don't know, money? Probably not. Right? So, yeah. They're making it, they're wiping out the middle class with inflation, the high energy costs, and they're, they're doing it very effectively because nobody protests, nobody does anything. They just let the money get sucked right out. I don't know when the human, now I know in all of history how it's always the 11th hour when humans like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And then we go have revolutions and stuff. Now I get it because they're slowly just chipping away, chip, 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 siphoning all the money, fill up your gas tank. Then you have to choose between heating your home and eating food and totally normal people. Do not complain. Do not ask questions. Sit in your house and shut your mouth. But you know the rules by now. How's it working out for you? Let me guess. Let me guess. This is the best year of your life in terms of economic prosperity, in terms of freedom, um, in terms of health care. Does that sound about right? Does that sound right? Or am I off? No, I, I, I think it's the opposite of all that. and I think we all know that to be the truth. So um, I'm going to play another uh, clip here uh, to explain this. This is with Mike Adams of Natural News and David DeBine from Channel Adapt 2030, probably the foremost best food expert on the net, internet. And uh, he's going to explain the significance of this shutdown because this is actually a really, really big – I can't even – you just heard what uh, – you. oh, and how this affects the Albershaw process. Oh, and Michael Yan is one of the best guys at uh, explaining this too. He's one of the best journalists out there. So let's play this uh, from David DuBine and Mike Adams of Natural News. And uh, let's see if I can. All right, here we go.
2: Just take a listen. This on the. And I was the, one of the things to talk about here as well. That plant after World War II was opened in 1952. And it has not shuttered even one day since that point. That has been open, and it's expanded up to 10 square kilometers or six square miles, this facility. Now, because of the electrical shortages happening and the natural gas shortages, they were going to start turning off parts of this plant that had never been turned off since the 1950s. And one of their main concerns was when they tried to repressurize the system and actually get things flowing once again, that there would be continuous breaks, problems, fire hazards, and uh, contamination hazards, gas hazards, all the way through when they tried to get the system repressurized up to functionality again, which we just turned off, so you can see that they understand in Germany that this is not possible to turn that plant back on again so instead of explaining explaining that to the general populace and saying, whoa you know there 's a lot of chemicals that aren 't going to be here for farm inputs." That would send a scare through the populace of the world and maybe alert them that there are massive food shortages. And that would be the final straw that sent everybody running for supplies at the same time. But now, you know, it's just a business article at this point. They're going to shutter operations and move over to China. Well, Freya, you're right. This is the biggest thing here, that fertilizer production is permanently going down. Chemical production for farm inputs is permanently going down across Europe. So we're looking at, what, 40 percent? reduction in herbicides, pesticides, and fertilizers on a permanent basis from this day well, forward.
3: Yeah, That's David, really let, me, scary. let me add to what you're saying. Uh, Bruder Mueller, who is the, the chief executive of BASIF in Europe, he said that they are shutting this down, quote, as quickly as possible and also permanently. Permanently. This is the permanent deindustrialization of Europe that we've been talking about. And he cited not only the lack of natural gas, which is a key input, it's Yeah, you actually have to use the hydrocarbon from natural gas in order to make things like ammonia that go into all the other processes there. But also, he said, it's in part due to regulations of the EU. So the EU regulations have not only destroyed the infrastructure of fossil fuels, nuclear, coal, the things that keep an industrial society alive and running, but they're also, in effect, contributing to the shutdown of this massive chemical conglomerate that is necessary for the production of fertilizer and food and medicines and textiles and everything else. But I just want to add that in there, David, back to you, but as quickly as possible and also permanent bombshell, that, that is shocking.
2: That is, and that's a self-inflicted wound as well. That never had to happen unless it's a plan to deindustrialize, and then that would just be the logical next. So when we were talking six months ago about how this was going to transpire and there the need the next lever would be turned off the next gear then where do we sit from today the next thing to go down will be the supply chains to deliver all of it will suddenly be non-functional and you can blame the mississippi river you can blame uh credit suisse needing emergency 11 12 billion you can explain away and say that the derivatives market locked up and something happened there But look for it. That's the next shoe to drop. So now the chemicals are being taken offline. Fertilizers are being taken offline. So the next and only last thing in a logical basis looking out there is to absolutely lock up and destroy the supply chain so nothing moves. And then the uh, task will be completed. But once that's completed, that's only part of it. Then what is next is the scary part to envision after they have accomplished this goal of deindustrialization. Then what?
0: So I'm going to stop that there. Uh, I know it's a lot to handle. I know. I'm very aware. I'm very aware. You know, I'm living in this life with you. So, like, we're all the same here. But you got to start planning. You got to start planning, especially, you know, with your families. You got to build that human network. You got to know how to get food locally. These large centralized systems that have been what we call globalization for these past decades in the most peaceful time ever, no longer are going to exist, okay? We are de-globalizing the United States who created the New World Order in 1945 at Bretton Woods, Made a globalized world order where we're going to patrol all the trade routes and all the seas so everybody can trade with everybody. And now we have pulled back and no longer patrol those seas. And the trade is now every person for themselves. That's why you're seeing all the countries fight with each other. People who don't like each other are now invading other countries. And you got chaos everywhere because the United States is no longer patrolling the world. We are now in the midst of a changing world order. We don't even need to talk about conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. We are in a changing world order. Okay. that requ- That's going to be what's the future world reserve currency. Who, who are the powers of this next world order? Who's going to win like the United States did last time? This is very serious. This is very, very serious. Now, if you're new to this podcast, then you don't know my thoughts on this, which we'll get into later. But I had to share this news about Basif. I mean, this, this, it's being expedited because more people, I believe, this is my opinion, I think more people are waking up than ever before due to podcasts like this, due to incredible people like David Devine, like uh, Michael Adams. That's natural news. That's Adapt 2030. These are places you have to, you have to consume this type of information. You can't watch the mainstream news. It is literally operated by the rich elite who are trying to make you look over here while they take everything from you. And then you realize, oh, wow, everything's gone up too late. It's over. Okay, but people are waking up on a massive scale. I said weeks ago, I think 30 percent of the world's woken up. I'm going to 40 percent. And now that Twitter's changed, it might go quickly to 50 percent. I think people are less awake in the United States. Because, you know, we have agriculture, we have our own energy, even though we're not using it because like they're really, they're really, these powers that be are really trying hard to ruin everybody's life. But, you know, when it comes down to it, we probably like the people would just go so nuts if there's no energy that they would just start drilling right away. So I think it'll be okay for the U.S. It'll work out now for other places like Germany. If you're in Germany, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to have you on the pod because I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. But Europe is in bad shape and it's going to get worse, and it's becoming the winter months, okay? You haven't hit the time when your electric bill is the most expensive. You've never hit the peak yet, and your energy is depleting. So is ours in the US. I'm aware. I've did many podcasts on that. I think it'll probably shift, but All this stuff that seems irrational that's going on by our governments and these powerful forces is because they know it's a changing world order that we're in right now, and they all have somewhat of a line interest for a lot of it. And so you're like, oh, wow, are these people in this room going, hmm, what should I do? What should I do? That's not what's happening. There's a lot of different powerful groups. Just like in the deep state, there's multiple different deep state groups and so for most of it, they're like, yeah, you know, we don't want a middle class. We want everybody to be poor. We want nobody to have money. You know, we want all the stuff, right? We want everyone else to live equal with, with, with dirt and, and, and I don't know, apples. I don't even know if we would get apples, like dirt and rocks, sedimentary rocks, maybe Morpheus, igneous. Who knows? I don't know. Doesn't matter. They want the land. They look at humans like we are a, um, uh, not a pesticide. What do you call it? A, um, We are a stain on the earth, okay? Not them, not them. No, 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 no. They have the blood of the gods. Who knows what they have? I don't know. But they look at us like we are just peasants that take up space. We take up air. And we take, according to Yuval Noah Harari, they literally call us, you and I, they call us useless eaters. That's what they refer to us as in meetings. What do we do about the useless eaters? I don't know. Let's take away their food so they no longer uselessly eat. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's bonkers, but it's real. Base of shutting down, 80%. It's permanent. Big, big deal. I want you to stay on top of the story. I want you to start preparing wherever you are in the world. Make friends with a local farmer. Start building your local community. Start getting food that is outside of the massive globalized centralized system we're swinging back to decentralized worlds localized communities please start building please start making those relationships please prepare that's why i do this podcast and last note if you haven't subscribed please subscribe and go to patreon.com forward slash ownership economy and you can make a donation i'd really appreciate it it's why i do this i do it for you i do it for us um patreon.com forward slash ownership economy Subscribe to The Jonathan Cogan Show. Again, last reminder, if you are in Saudi Arabia, Turkey, or Albania, Albania, sorry, uh, please go in the Apple Podcast, if you're listening to Apple Podcast and search The Jonathan Cogan Show. Same exact podcast, but subscribe to that one and listen to that one. I want to see the charts go up on that side. And uh, listen, I appreciate you being new to the podcast. I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I want to keep bringing you quality content that you need to hear about. And we're going to make this out the other side. I mean, a billion-plus people are going to starve to death, but it ain't going to be you and I. It ain't going to be you and I. I'm telling you that. I'm promising you that. If we if we stick in this together, it's not going to be you or I. That's a promise, okay? We're going to get through this, and I'm going to bring you the news. All right. Thank you for listening to John the Cogan Show. I love you. Have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon, have an amazing whatever, and do something nice for one person today. Be like, hmm, wow, that felt good. And then that will do a chain reaction. So please do one kind thing. That's all I ask. All right. Take care. God bless.